Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Teams come to the center of the field. The final 25 seconds tick off the clock. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The final score, the Giants 31 and the Vikings 24. And that, of course, determines the Cowboys' fate if they advance past Tampa Bay tonight. Good morning, Metroplex. It looks like the sun is coming up in Tampa Bay. Right on the face of Roberto Belt here on Sean and RJ. It's DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. What is that shirt? Are you wearing a button-down collared shirt? Yeah, but I don't have pants on. Why would you be wearing a collared shirt right now and you're going to sleep after the show? Why would you be wearing a collared shirt right now? Because wear- I need to look. I'm, I need to look presentable. I'm oh. like the. Uh, I'm like the. Uh, the the news people. I've got the collared shirt here, and then I've got no pants on below. And so, <laughs> all right. I'm not. I look. If I'm sitting in a hotel room to broadcast, I'm not broadcasting with pants on. All you got to see is from the the chest up. That's all that matters, guys. The Vikings ended the season eleven and one in games decided by a touchdown or less. Oh, oh, you just hate to see. You just hate to see a regression of the mean happen in the postseason. <laughs> I know. You just hate to see it. 11-0 in the regular season, 0-1 in the postseason as Danny Dimes goes into Minnesota and makes Dan Orlovsky look fantastic. Daniel Jones, the first player all time, all time, with 300-plus passing yards, two or more passing touchdowns, and 70 or more rushing yards in a postseason game. At one point, every Giants scoring drive was at least 75 yards. There was no defense to be found in this one. I mean, wide open players, especially on the New York side. Saquon did his thing on only nine carries. The Giants had over 100 rushing yards, and we weren't even halfway through the second quarter. Giants controlled this game, it felt like, on the scoreboard, Mm -hmm. and they end up winning. Have we changed our mind over the Giants as a threat right now, or change our mind on DJ? Well, Daniel Jones is what you've changed your mind on, and which means you would change your mind on the Giants as a whole anyway. He was seventh at QBR in the NFL this year. Like, he was very, very good. Uh, I refuse to give him any credit or that necklace coach they've got. That what? Necklace. What's that mean? He said no neck. He's like me. We got oh, no neck. Necklace. Him and I, we're in the same club. We're in the we have no neck club. <laughs> okay. It's not a very good club to be in. Uh I used to be two inches taller, and then my neck shrunk. Uh, but you know, Daniel Jones has been tremendous. Uh he really has. Like he's had a sorry, he may have had a better year than Dak. I don't know. I have to go look at it. But he's seventh the QBR this year. That's fantastic. 
of the top 12 guys in the NFL and QBR, only two didn't make the playoffs. One of them was Jared Goff with a winning record. So, like, that, it, it's, a, it's a pretty predictable stat. And he was fantastic. Peyton pulled some audio of a New York Giants watch party. This is my, this is my worst nightmare of my friend group. This is what some Giants fans sounded like after they advanced to round two. And McKinney makes the tackle, and we're going to the second round. We're going to the second round, people. Minnesota and you. Dude, we did it, man. Wow. We so deserve this, man. For all the hell, the misery, the losing seasons being the laughing stock. Think about this. Just a little over 365 days ago, the Giants ran two QB sneaks, two plays in a row, fired their head coach, fired their GM. John Mara was at the lowest point that he was ever at. Fast forward one calendar year, the Giants have won a playoff game, and they will be playing the Philadelphia Eagles. That's like Jim Nance written out championship script. Oh, God. Of the NCAA That's, tournament. So Where's bad. one shining moment for these fools? <laughs> Man. Can I, can I be a wet blanket already? On this who? Morning? For who? The Cowboys. Oh, fine. Could you imagine if the Eagles beat the Giants next week and the Cowboys were to lose this game and then you're looking at oh. getting embarrassed in the finale against Washington and then the other two NFC East teams won a playoff game? I mean, you could, that, you could, that, that'd be tough. You, well, you could you could be a wet blanket, or you could just stay in Tampa and just never come back. Yeah, I'm looking at it in my bank Good. account as I have a lifelong Screaming Eagle wine bet on who wins the next title between the Cowboys and the Giants. If the Giants win a championship before we do, it's mm-hmm. a bottle of Screaming Eagle Oh, owed. That's not, oh. Yeah, I, I've never had it. I made the bet, and then I looked up <clears throat> the price. And I realized what a humongous mistake that was. Which year? I, I know. The cheapest one. Okay. All the, right. Whatever the cheapest year is, is I think we're going four digits uh, for that bottle of wine. And the Giants are sitting here alive. And this is why a lot of people think Brian Dayball is the coach of the year. And that, of course, the Dexter Lawrence penalty, I thought it was a tremendous call. A great call by the referee. So, the, the look, there was two things that happened on that. Didn't they call him really for the hit to the face? Not the way he threw him down. He he, he hit him across the face. It's such a stupid rule. Let it go. And by the way, you want to talk about dominant? Dexter Lawrence in that game was freaking dominant. That's a terrifying guy in the division for the next several years. He's been incredible this year. So you had Dexter Lawrence, and then people are getting, getting on Cousins for the final throw. People are making fun of Minnesota for that little dump down play that had no chance Mm -hmm. of getting the first down. And Bobby's doing it on the fan cam. Props to the New York Giants Twitter account assassinating the Viking fans with SKO capital L. Oh, baby. They scold them. Skull. The skull reference. Man. Just ripping off Iceland and their chance left and right. That's what Minnesota's doing. So, was this a good season for Minnesota? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody predicted them to win the NFC North. Uh, They got a home game in the playoffs, three seed. Yeah, it was a good season. I don't. I don't see how it is in a good season for them because, no, like, they they far exceeded expectations. Choppy, aren't you more about the whole body of work than the results? 
But I think the whole body of work is this is a good season. <laughs> but but the results would be this was not a good season. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you you consistently called them frauds and said yeah. that they were putting up terrible numbers. So the fact that they flukily got a result of getting into the playoffs and then getting one and done, wouldn't you say that that was a bad season? <sighs> um, no. I think if they flukily won the Super Bowl, I would say that was like a, you know what I mean? Like like the, the regular season over 17 weeks, 18 weeks. I mean, they were they were a good they were team. The, they weren't a great they, team, but they, they they exceeded the expectations of their season. They're the luckiest team in the history of football. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. But if I'm uh, O'Connell, I'm going to be like, I'm, I got my chest buffed out. All right. Let's get to the poll. <clears throat> poll. Let's get to the poll question based upon this game, which was going to determine what happens to the Cowboys next week if they win tonight. Where did you prefer the Cowboys to go? Philly? San Fran, and just to make fun of everyone who voted for this mm-hmm. third option, focus on Tampa. Uh, so 2,500 Tolos have voted on this. Uh-huh. It's now, of course, finalized. Where did you think it was best for the Cowboys to go? Uh, let's focus on Tampa, Sean. I mean, you ha- you have to take it one game of a time at a time. <laughs> you can't go anywhere beyond 41% that. 41% of you voted for that option. Yeah. That is so lame. No, because this is how you do it. So lame. Forty-one uh, percent. Look, my answer is pretty simple. Tampa is the hurdle. Okay, San Francisco. I'm sorry, Philadelphia's got a. I don't know what they're what they're. You know how healthy is Jalen Hurts? Whatever. San Francisco, the Friday Niners. <laughs> they have played literally nobody. Like they they are a better team than the Cowboys. But can we tap the brakes on this group of clowns that has not played literally anybody since they got destroyed by Kansas City? Go look. At their schedule. Go go look at it. I'll, I'll read it off to you right now. Since they played KC, they played the Rams, the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Saints, the Dolphins on a transcontinental trip. I think Miami's closer to London than it is San Francisco. Transcontinental. Uh, uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, let's see. Seattle, Washington, Raiders, Cardinals. Where's the team? Who oh, have oh. they played? To give anybody any notion that this is a great team. Now, they may be good. They may be better than the Cowboys. Whatever. All I know is they've played literally a worse schedule than Tulane. (laughs) They've played literally four playoff teams that you just listed and how terrible is this schedule that they have. Five games against four playoff teams. Seattle, are you are you gonna you're gonna pound Chargers, your chest on Seahawks, Seattle? Dolphins, Chargers, you're gonna Bucks. pound your chest on Chargers, <laughs> a Chargers team that yes. can't even get out of their own way half the time, uh, yes. a, a Tampa team with a losing record, mm. Miami mm. who's got a quarterback who didn't know what day it was. <laughs> you're gonna pound your chest on that. I mean, I, gotta I don't s- know who's bigger frauds, them or TCU. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> they deserve dude, to be dude, where they were more. Do you live the two seed or TCU is the two number two team in the nation? <laughs> You're not allowed to show your face in Fort Worth anymore, man. I, I live the, there. All the I can do whatever. I can, you know what? I can say that about my own. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, Bobby's the new king of uh, of Fort Worth. It's Billy Bob's yeah. appearance. I know. I, are you going to the rodeo tomorrow? Because I am. <laughs> all right. Are you going to the rodeo? I'll be there. Bulls no, night out, No, no, I will not the be at the line? rodeo. Bulls night out. Bull- I'll be there. You going to be there? I don't think so. Bulls night out. Choppy coming out on fire this morning. 
877-881-1053. Bobby, where did you want the Cowboys to end up going? Philly. Like, I think Philly's a more vulnerable team right now. But there's there's also an argument to be made, I think, that, like, if your season's going to end against San Francisco anyway, like, if that's potentially what it is, just find out now. Like, you're going to have to go on the road and play San Francisco at some point in all likelihood anyway. So get it out of the way now. Um, and so there there's that aspect to it. And plus, I mean, the way the, the Giants are playing, if you can potentially get a home game in the NFC title, sure, take it. These, so, these are the factors to weigh in that the Tolos brought up. San Francisco revenge. They want to go to San Francisco and end them in their place like they did us last year. Um, hosting the NFC Championship game, if the Giants mm-hmm. win, you would host the Giants in Arlington. Go to San Fran, guys. There are more Cowboy fans in Santa Clara in that area. You could have more of a home field really? representation. Cowboy fans in San Fran versus Cowboys in Philly. We never, we never hear Cowboy fans in Philly. That's true. Look, the correct answer is go to Philadelphia. You're familiar with them. Jalen Hurts sounds compromised. Uh, Dak Prescott versus the NFC East. Dak Prescott against Philly. I, I want no parts of the 49ers. I have more confidence in scoring more points against the Eagles than I do San Francisco. So I would have preferred for the Cowboys. I'm not worried about the home field down the road. I would have preferred the Cowboys to go to Philly versus San Fran. So yeah. yesterday was a loss, loss, in my opinion. The Giants win, and now we have to go uh, to the best defense left. The best news that you face that, of, of going to Philly would be that you know them. Yeah. You know them very well. And Dak Prescott historically does very well against NFC East teams and historically does not do nearly as well against teams that aren't in the NFC East. Well, this thing ended up 40 40 20. 40% of the Tolos said go to Filthy. 40% said focus on Tampa, and 20% said go to San Francisco. So 40-40-20, that's how it ended up. All right, okay. Wait, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. I mean, you got to get by Tampa first. And I think it opened up as an eight-and-a-half-point spread, the Giants at Philadelphia. Uh, Yeah, I think it was eight-and-a-half. That high? Think that's high? Too high? No, I don't think it's too high. You know, usually, maybe in a playoff game, it's too high. I, I thought it would have come in at seven, it's seven a, and a half. It's at seven right now. It's seven. Okay. Jags Chiefs is eight and a half. That's the eight and a half one. Bengals Bills is four and a half. Uh, and the schedule is decided, by the way. So Saturday, doubleheader starting at 3.30. Jacksonville at Kansas City, 7.15. Giants Eagles. Sunday at uh, two, Bengals at Bills. And then the Cowboys or Tampa Bay would play San Francisco at 5.30 on Fox. Yes. That's a, that's, that's a, the later schedule. We're going to get that because of the later game this week. Cowboys were going to get Sunday anyway. Yep. The winner of this game is going to get Sunday anyway because of the Monday night game. Uh, and then, obviously, you would put them on in the Sunday night window if you had a chance. All right. Let's head on over to the AFC. Is this Sean Payton's next job? Did it just open up after what happened Saturday night between the Jags and the Chargers? Uh, And is this the end of Lamar Jackson as well? Sean McVay has made his decision. The Lamar saga, would they have won that game last night with Lamar Jackson? And is Sean Payton about to coach Justin Herbert? Next on The Fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27-0 to win the game! Yeah, I think you can tell that was Jags Radio with the call. This is Sean and RJ. Bobby Belt is live in Tampa getting you ready for the Cowboys and the Buccaneers here on your home of America's team. Four o'clock pregame. And then, of course, we will own all the ratings and all the attention for Monday Night Football. I was was pretty surprised to read that Jacksonville's comeback goes down as the fifth most improbable win of the season. There are four other games... That were crazier comebacks than that? Are we talking from win probability standpoints? Is that what it is? I don't know. The fifth most improbable is all I saw. It's got to be it. I don't know. I I mean. At one point, the win probability dropped to as low as 1.5% with their live odds to win reaching as high as 28 to 1, according to Caesars, down 27 nothing. with 318 left in the second quarter. Yeah, and then obviously they they get a TD, and then they go on a run in the second half, man. That was a... Tremendous comeback from Jacksonville. And Trevor is still... Was it a tremendous comeback, Bobby, or...? It was a choke job. That was the Chargers choking. That Like, like there, there's zero reason the Chargers should have lost that game. I mean, Jacksonville well, sure. yeah. made plays, and they, they came back, and that's all well and good and stuff. But, I mean, the, the fact that when teams lose the turnover margin by five and they convert 20% or fewer of their third downs, they were 0-38 all time. Jaguars are the first team to win that. Wow. They, they were not exactly dominant. They won in, the in turnover the margin half. by five. They yeah. won it by five and lost. I know. It's You don't see that. You you never see that. Because um, yeah, you we, never see, like, rarely see no, five turnovers even. See, I know, right? Usually the quarterbacks take, take it out of the game by then. Uh, you know, this is the, the, the interesting thing is, you know, when, with every great comeback, you have to have a great collapse at the same time. Like, you're not going to get, you know, when 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 Buffalo made their comeback on Houston, it wasn't only because of Buffalo. Right. Houston played into it as well. Sure. And, you know, they go harken back 30 years on you. Uh, and then the same thing here. You know, some of it was Jacksonville, and the Chargers had to do their part to help. And both teams, Houston and Jacksonville, 
uh, uh, excuse me, Houston and the Chargers didn't run the ball very much in the second half. Same for the uh, the, the the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Now you could say that well, Austin I mean, Eckler had zero yards in the second half. Yeah, well, he averaged two and a half for the game. <laughs> you know, so like maybe they're like, well, we can't run the ball anyway. Our best chance of getting first downs is to put the ball into Justin Herbert's hands. And guess what? He stunk too. <laughs> okay, the the regression from Justin Herbert. What no one will talk about. What a pass he's going to get for this. Holy cow. They're all going to point to Brandon Staley when they shouldn't be. They should be pointing to Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. The lowest average depth of target in the NFL this year outside of, like, I don't know. What does that mean? The the amount you throw. The distance in the air. Your intended air yards. He had he's the right lowest? Matt Ryan. And then him. Oh, my Lord. So, like, let's... let's. That's why, like, it's why I took Dak over Herbert for this weekend. For a guy with all-world talent and all the physical tools to be that much of a of a, of a wuss. <laughs> of a scaredy cat. <laughs> what other words can we use that are that are not offensive? None. What, 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 for, for that. Like, come on. Four and four for T-Law. Four first-half interceptions. Then he threw touchdown passes on four consecutive drives. Again... We need to recategorize the interceptions for Trevor. The first one was tipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one may have been P.I. A lot of Cowboy fans checking where Asante Samuel was drafted compared to Kelvin Joseph Roberto and not making them happy on Saturday night. Was Kelvin taken ahead of Asante? Yes. Yeah, Kelvin was taken ahead of Asante. I still think if Trayvon Merrick would have been there, that's who they would have taken. Um, but look, yeah, they, they, you know, Asante Samuel was smaller. I don't think they had a lot of interest in him. Uh, and uh, they ultimately went with the uh, the high character boss man fat. Okay. Is this the end of Brandon Staley? This is the opening for Sean Payton. Choppy, you said late last week, you are not accepting any job. I think Carolina is getting set to get permission to interview Payton. We got Denver. We got Houston. You said you're waiting for Herbert. This is the opening for the Chargers if they want to take it. This is the opening to get Sean Payton as the head coach of L.A. Now, Adam Schefter said he kind of called L.A. cheap as an organization. He said, given the Chargers' history, he'd be surprised if they did everything that it was going to do in order to go and get Sean Payton. So, Schefter was suggesting, Bobby, that this would be a little bit of a surprise to him. Should it be? And will it be the end of Staley? Let's start there. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think they're going to fire Brandon Staley. He's somebody who's got such a a hot like mediocre record across the league. But he does that. But I mean, he's somebody who's got so many high marks across the league. I just I, I I don't see them flipping a switch on him like that. Now, should it be the end? I don't know. Maybe like I mean, if guys aren't responding, if you are you know leading choke jobs like this, like the one at the end of last season too. Um, then, then maybe, maybe that's something to discuss. But I don't think they will. Um, if they were to move on, yeah, I wouldn't. Chargers is one of those jobs that Peyton apparently is interested in. I just uh, same sort of thing. The Chargers have notoriously been cheap for several years, and I don't know that they want to fork that over. I think they got to go over the top to generate some interest there. I mean, the the LA Chargers have the worst home field advantage in all of football. They have the worst support, and you got to ram it up and bring in a rock star in order to try to change that. I think they have to go over the top to try and get him. I mean, no one's showing up because of the coach. Like, Dion is going to bring interest to Colorado. No one's going to show up to watch Dion Sanders coach. They're going to have a packed house. I guarantee you that. 
guarantee they, that. They, they, they will because they're going to be a good team. Yeah, they've got a ton of guys already in the transfer. They're going to be a good team, so they're going to have a packed house. Uh, but they ain't going to have a packed house because Dion's coaching. No one's going to show up to see Dion put his headset down and raise his little his, his little microphone thing. Come on, guys, what's going on? No one's going to show up for that. Um, I, I'm with Bobby. I don't think they do, and they make a move. Yeah, you could argue that they should or shouldn't. Um, two, know, two years in, nine and eight, ten and seven. So he's four games. Over 500, finished second and third in the West. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to finish first in that division. Like, never. Hmm. Literally never. You're literally never going to finish first. That You might finish there. It might be that one year. It gets hurt. Right? Like, you know, Brady lost that one year. I think it was his second year in the league. Um, and then, you know, like Manning lost like one year in Indy where Tennessee had like a 15-1 and record. It's going to take something crazy. For uh, you know, for for Mahomes not to win the West, and then of course, after the game, uh, they had to shout out Bobby Belt in Jags County. I can honestly say, I can honestly say this: in all my years of being around this game and being around what we did in the first half compared to the second half, okay, this one goes down. This one goes down as one of the greatest, greatest, okay, greatest victories I've ever had. But hey, before before we get out of here, we got to get at least one. You ready? One, two, three. <laughs> and then Trevor went to the Waffle House to celebrate. Yeah. Oh, what what a what a move. That's that's a boss move by Trevor right there. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby's so. But I think Bobby's frozen on the uh, on the Zoom. I don't, I don't think. Who who as a county? Like, I don't like understand. Who, do you I don't, run around? Do you run around going Terry? Well, I live in Denton, uh, Denton what County. Denton. I don't do that <laughs> one either. But it's still, you know, it's still two syllables. I could do the same thing. <laughs> I'm a much bigger fan of Trevor going to the Waffle House, the Southern Institution, uh, than I am with him and the, and the team chanting out uh, county lines. You know what? They didn't chant out A1A, the highway over there. Whoa! Let me do that. Let me put it on the record. Uh, this is going to be the end of Brandon Staley. And they're gonna go and get Sean Payton. You, you. This here's the be, problem. This, this gonna be night, night. Here's the problem. You, you, you would be foolish to give up a first round pick for a coach. Foolish. This coach gonna make me. No, he's not. The only know, thing that's gonna make you is the, Justin the, Herbert. Uh, well, can he take Herbert to the next level? You don't. I know you don't believe in coaching a quarterback. Uh, that that's possible. Like Kyle Shanahan probably gets no responsibility for Brock Purdy in your mind. But are the Chargers supposed to be an eleven and six or twelve and five team with this talent at QB and they're not there with Staley. They're ten and seven I at mean, best. Yeah, he's also a kid, the quarterback. Like, you know, he's he's not gonna be there yet. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the only one that gets there that quick. So no, I I, I don't think they're behind schedule. Okay. They made the playoffs. And the coach's second year there at 10 and 7. I, that's a fair mark. All right, I'm calling the end. You that give up a first for Sean Payton. I'm just saying, I think, I think with the pressure of this, Sean Payton's availability, which this is now or never, and if they want to actually have a fan base, I think I'm factoring that in heavily. I'm factoring that in yeah. that they're a joke. No one cares about them there. They're the Clippers in that in that they stadium. Never left. They're the Clippers in that stadium, and you got to shake. The, this is their Parcells type hire. Um, 
again, Bill Parcells is a legend. This is their Parcells-type moment, and I think they have to take it. That's my opinion. Uh, is this the – what, Bob? Not that I, just, I, I don't know that they are ever going to win a fan base in Los Angeles. Like the Rams had yeah. like a bunch of 49ers fans taking over the NFC title game last year. Right. So I, I think it's you're in L.A., you're never going to have a fan base. Uh, speaking of L.A., Sean McVay has – you know, graced us with his yes. return, oh, as the re- reports are. He's going to come back to the Rams as Aaron Donald may or may not have retired last may night. May or may not have retired. We don't know what happened there with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's just kind of trolling us all on uh, Twitter bio. But uh, Sean McVay coming back. Look at this. I mean, I'm so glad that he was able to tough it out and stick it out and, and say, you know what, I'm going to go through this rebuild okay, with so- a number one pick a quarterback uh, that we traded two round first rounders for. So this brought up a battle amongst Jen. I can't keep the Jens straight anymore z or x i don't know what it is but someone tweeted sean mcveigh ready to call it quits after he won one super bowl at age 36 versus belichick trying to rebuild a mediocre roster at age 71 is the greatest illustration of the difference between millennials there it is millennials and boomers that was the tweet that blew up and the response from the person who tweeted it just for the record I'm on Sean McVay's side. This is the way it should be. And all us old heads reacted wow. with, you little wuss, you little wuss quitters. And this is the uh, this is the, uh, the the millennial saying, no, you guys just want to be stuck and miserable in these jobs you don't like with your tough, finish the job mentality. So this broke out amongst generations. Yeah, God forbid you got to finish the job mentality. Yeah. Well, he, fi- he did finish it. They won a title. They won a title. He did yeah. what he was supposed to do. Cut and run. And now he wants to cut and run. He yeah. won a title, and now he's quiet quitting. He know? is quiet uh, quitting. What, what I'm a big that? fan of quiet so. quitting. All right. You know, quiet quitting is the way to get out of relationships. That's the way to get God. out. Just, just kind of, just kind of give up on it, and then let the other person break up with you. That's the way to go. That's the way to get out of relationships. Here's what the person wrote: Given the current discourse around work-life balance, I just found the juxtaposition funny. Uh, if the reports are true, McVeigh coming to a point of understanding that things are bigger than his profession is incredibly admirable. So that's the difference in work philosophies that we now have in now the listen, country. He's right. Okay, things are bigger. What was the thing? Big, big, bigger than what? Yeah, I get it. work-life balance. Once you once you lose that, you've lost it. If he doesn't want to coach, but if he but the report from Florida was he didn't want to coach this project yeah. anymore. Yeah, he didn't want to coach the project. That that to me is uh, that's a uh, S A W F T. The spirit of what they said may be true. Anybody who talks like that, I'm never going to be their friend. I agree. I would never hang out with a person who speaks like that. <laughs> hang out with me. You don't talk like that. I know, you don't I say the importance of the work life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, choppy. I got to watch my gestures on the fan cam. Give me, a, give me a choppy sentence that sounds very RJ esque. Opposite of that. Uh, you know, Football Outsider says about DVOA. That, that's no, where's my chicken legs and my eggs? <laughs> Where are my chicken thighs? My eggs are right here, baby. Oh, there they are. There they are, right there. Is, it, is this the end of Brandon Staley? And was that the end of Lamar Jackson last night? Plus, Cowboys, Buccaneers, headlines to bring you on a football Monday next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. It is game day. Some of the Tolos waking up saying they couldn't sleep. So you got to turn it on, leave it on. Sean and RJ, Bobby Belt is in the Tampa, Florida hotel room. Are you right next to first take? You're saying you're seeing you're seeing a line forming right now? Yes. There is a long line wrapped all the way around the building, and there's a bunch of uh, like guardrails with first take banners on them. So they're right over across the street. Have you made your sign? No, I need to. The problem is that they're going to be off the air by the time I think I get out there. Well, if you have a wireless mic. I don't. You- <laughs> I'm in Tampa Bay. Uh- <laughs> you can uh, walk outside the hotel room on the street doing the show and see if the playmaker or Stephen A., our new buddy, will give you a little whale shout out. The whale I have sign. a cell phone. I could just walk down there with a cell phone, like put my cell phone on the Zoom meeting and just kind of go out there. <laughs> How many people deep you think that's going to be? You 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 never oh get gosh. close. Right now, uh, it's can it's you hold if you hold, a, if you hold up your computer to the window, would we be able to see it? Maybe try hold, it. Try what the hell? Yeah, why not? So I don't know. Can you guys see all the way down there? Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a pretty sizable line already. Okay, I'm trying to find the line. Yeah, uh, it's right down there at the by the street. You don't see the the line of people wrapped around the building. Okay. Oh my gosh! No, no, no it's oh, wait, a, it, it across, across, across the courtyard. Yes, across the street. Yeah, yeah, it's a great view. We're just trying to find the exact line of people. You seen it there, Ralph? Uh, yeah, I think way so. Way down there. Yeah, okay, that's so look, what you I was see the bus? At. Do you yeah. see the bus? Yeah. Okay, yeah, look yeah. across the street from the bus. Uh-huh, There's a line of people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, you don't like have to get. You don't have to get irritated. You're like showing us a whole city, and we're trying to do where's Waldo here. It's not like it was like. No, right I'm in frustrated. front. It was like across the street with a with a bus. I'm Sorry. frustrated with myself because I'm blind. Like I have to turn it around so I can't see the screen to describe what I'm looking at and to describe the line. Yeah, you're right there. We're set. Yeah, we we're, we're, we're good set. to go. As Stephen A. and Michael Irvin are going to have first take. 
they're not coming on our show, uh, so I don't think we need any more whale sounders. Uh, but pay, they pay, do pay, regularly right. in your face. <laughs> they do. Right, they do. <laughs> they do regularly. Uh, by the way, Micah Parsons. Probably not going to get a lot of calls tonight, I don't think, as Micah, uh, I, I told you he was he was Micah Doncic. They, they both complain about the referees nonstop. Micah, by the way, congratulations on being a father, I believe, again, as he uh, said he had the new baby girl come into the world. Is that correct, uh, Bobby? He he did. He uh, it was funny. Uh, Scott Golnick on the the plane yesterday had these like ridiculously heavy laminated credentials that the Buccaneers sent, and he was like, "I had 14 pounds of credentials." He's like, "I had two Micah Parsons babies." Well, and so because Micah Parsons' girl, he said, was uh, came in at seven pounds. But here's the interesting thing: you talk about complaining about the uh, the refs. Uh, what I brought brought us and I were talking about this last night, and I had to look it up. Do you know the last time the Cowboys got a holding call, like an opposing, an opponent offensive lineman holding against them? No. Third quarter against Green Bay. Wow. Are you serious? It's the last time an offensive lineman was flagged for holding against the Cowboys. How is Meanwhile, that possible? In, in, this... in that same time frame, the Cowboys offensive lineman have been called for holding nine times. This happens every year for this team. Like, literally, go back. Wow. We said the same thing last year. Went like a month and a half. Without an offensive uh, holding call on the other team. Now, now they do have they have gotten holding calls against like Traylon Burks of the Titans, but it's like receivers mm-hmm. on the edge and stuff. Nothing in the trenches. No linemen since the Packers game. Well, the Cowboys uh, obviously they're not a pass rushing team. That's not one of their specialties. Well, they're they're, they're right. not. They're not. And uh, you know they don't they, they don't bring the physicality. That's not they don't bring the ruckus as the kids would say. They're not known yeah. for uh, getting after the quarterback whatsoever. No, no, they're not. They're they're not at all. So that was uh that was Micah uh, on fatherhood. Uh, he also, according to Nick Eatman, becomes the second Cowboy, no, the first offensive player to make the AP first team All Pro in each of his first two seasons. The second player overall was Bob Hayes. So that is Micah okay. making the AP team that really matters. And here he is going after the officials over the weekend, basically saying, now you see how trash they are. The referees. Mm-hmm. Now you see how bad things are, and it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Shut up! And then, even worse than that, Jesse Holly noticed that the guys off the plane brought up those stupid necklaces again as they're trying to recreate the hot noise. Oh yeah, the hot boy necklaces. That that made me cringe, Bobby. I'm sorry, I can't stand it. No, it made me cringe as well. Uh, you know how typically, like, when you see that, I'm sure the, the players would expect some reaction like, oh, Cowboys by 100. Like, when I see the Hot Boys necklaces, I go, oh, Bucks by 100. It's done. The season's <laughs> over. Uh, like, like, And Jalen Smith is in the divisional round, by the way. Yes, he is. Oh, no. Did, did you see Jalen game? No. Jalen was wearing one of those giant oversized hats, oh, and it said, God. him, <laughs> him. <laughs> I hate those hats. Those hats are so annoying. <laughs> those giant, ridiculous hats. Uh, so there they are trying to recreate the hot noise. Micah Parsons calling out the referees and the officials. I'm sure that will do him a lot of good. That that should get more holding penalties that we have not seen since the third quarter of the Green Bay game. Okay, last night, the Ravens keep it close. 98-yard fumble return. The longest fumble return in the history of the NFL playoffs what is the Lamar Jackson fallout going to be? Bobby, after the game, J.K. Dobbins, Ravens running back, was talking about Lamar and the offensive staff not happy. 
Yeah, he wasn't just talking about Lamar. He was talking about how uh, he needs more touches and this is ridiculous. But, yeah, he did say, he said, if, if Lamar's out there, we win. And now he, he couched it by saying no disrespect to Tyler Huntley. He did his best, and he shouldn't have ever been put in position that he was with the sneak and then for the fumble to occur. Uh, but J.K. Dobbins was pretty furious and letting it be known that he needs to play more and that they would have won with Lamar Jackson in there. And if that's the case, uh, then you need to complain to Lamar Jackson. So, uh, Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's not you're not wrong. You're not wrong on that one. Uh, but look – Dobbins averaged nearly five yards a carry. Of course he needed more touches. Oh, he said at the goal line he should have gotten the football. Of course he should have. Of course he should have. Now, they also decided to bunch everybody up, bring the linebackers into play, which is one of the – I've never understood that, where at the goal line you bunch everyone together. Well, Mark Schlereth told us, right, you, you, you want to get an offensive lineman on a DB. He told us that at the Super Bowl. Well, name drop, uh, but that was his explanation for it when we asked him. He's like, you, they're going to bring in some secondary players, and we're going to get a mismatch. Yeah, putting hats on hats. Yeah, you are, but like you're also going to bring in eleven guys into one little spot. Yeah, spread them out and create more space. All right, speed needs space. What's going to happen in Baltimore with this fall? I thought Huntley played pretty well. By the way, uh, Mike Vick, yes. who doesn't really call people out, Mike Vick went after Lamar, saying it's the playoffs. You're three games away. Put a brace on it. Get it going. I played a whole season with a torn. MCL. Well, that brought out RG3, who sent out his own picture saying, I tried to gut it out for my guys, and it ended up screwing up my career. Lamar is absolutely doing the right thing. I continue to be fascinated by every single aspect of this story. What is going to happen? And did Lamar Jackson quit on his team and leave them hanging? Bobby, what do you think? I, I don't think it's necessarily that he quit on the team, but, like, I mean, it's it's the same sort of injury that Ezekiel Elliott dealt with all last year and played. But I think this comes down to, again, is the fact that if he's compromised in his legs in any way, he's not a winning quarterback because because it's because he can't beat you from the pocket at all. And so I think that he probably recognized that and didn't want to go out there and jeopardize his money. That's what I think. You know – you're you're right, but you make it sound like Thank that's you. a bad thing, like that's a slight. You know, it's 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 not. It's not a bad thing. Part of his not game a, is running the ball. Like no, 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 no. It's not part of his game. It's his whole game. That's fine. If that's he's, gone. He's he excelling. Beat you. I know, but he's excelling at the position by doing that. And is that's he, fine. You, 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 however, you have to excel at the position is how you how you how you do it. The last two years are is the are the statistics of a very average to honestly below average quarterback. And, and quite honestly, he's been hurt. I mean, they were eight and three last year before he got hurt. Well, then he's an injury prone quarterback. Do you want to invest in that? Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would. I don't. You know, I, I would. I would invest in that. Uh, but maybe he is injury prone. That that's just kind of the what you're going to deal with. This is going to have to come down to whether it may not even matter about the locker room if they've turned on him or they feel like he quit on them or the organization is like, okay, it's going to be like this. Like, did Lamar Jackson, throughout this whole saga, did he prove his worth more to Baltimore? Did he prove his worth more to the Ravens? Or did his attitude or maybe milking this injury that everyone thinks Mm -hmm. he's doing, did that outweigh? Did the attitude outweigh his value to the football team? That's the magical question that they're going to have to answer. And if they don't get it worked out, they'll threaten him with the franchise tag and just slap that right. on him. They're going to. They are threatening him with that. I mean, 
They and, scored not, not a lot of points down the stretch. 16-13, yeah. 17-3, 16-10. They, they didn't score a ton and uh, without him. Causing John Harbaugh to be feisty as he's getting crushed mm. for his Greg Popovich sideline interview last night on NBC. You told us your guys were going to be disciplined. What did you think about that last penalty? Well, I didn't like the last penalty. And so what will you tell your guys defensively? Uh, we'll be fine. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard-fought game out here. We're, we're going to play a good game. And Tyler Huntley, with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take? We'll just see how the game goes, okay? Thanks. Thanks, John. Ooh, at least he didn't put his hands on her shoulders, though. Ah, it's no. a good Coach Cal reference. Yes, Cal Holly, Holly Rowe. John Harbaugh, not John Calipari. No, different not, one. Not different John coach. Calipari. So it, it makes some sense, though. He's he's acting like Popovich in the interviews, and uh, he's he's having a a Popovich like oh. dealing with his Kawhi Leonard quarterback. Yep, so. you nailed that analogy a couple weeks ago, and that's exactly what it's been. All right, uh, Dak Prescott on being asked if he thinks he's playing for Mike McCarthy's job. Is it going to be Diggs versus Evans? We continue to get you set for Monday Night Football on a Cowboys Monday with headlines next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.